Welcome to Inside the Castle, the podcast that goes behind castle doors to have real conversations with real people about solving the nation's toughest challenges. I'm Angie Fryermuth, one of your hosts today. And I'm Kat McCain. Today's guests are here to talk about the new command partnering philosophy and joining us today is Derek Godfrey, who is the senior construction engineer, and Cheryl Gatz, who is the military program strategic planner. Welcome, and we appreciate you all being here. Thank you. Great to be here. Thank you. Before we get into the conversation, we always like to talk to our guests and get to know them a bit more. So can you tell us a little bit about yourself and your involvement with this partnering effort? Cheryl, we'll start with you. Great. Well, thank you very much. So, as you mentioned, uh, my role uh, at headquarters in the Directorate of Military Programs is the uh, lead uh, strategic planner. So, basically, I, I get involved with anything and everything sort of strategy-wise. However, sort of my background, it, I've worked extensively within our interagency international services uh, division. So, I've dealt a lot with our external stakeholders and participated quite a bit in uh, partnering efforts. When I uh, came uh, to my current position, which I've worked a number of years, I've been sort of the, one of the lead uh, elements within military programs to, to engage, especially with our industry partners, uh, many industry associations and others, uh, as well as our engineering and construction division and reaching out to divisions and districts to really try to sort of advance our uh, partnering efforts. Uh, and make sure uh, that we uh, have a, a good understanding of what partnering is and are able to share our best practices and lessons learned across the command to just make sure we're all aware of what each other is doing. So, been extensively involved and most recently I have been involved with the campaign plan effort that's ongoing and the drafting of the actual command partnering philosophy policy notice, which was recently signed by the chief. And how about you, Derek? Hi, yeah, Derek Godfrey, great to be here and, and have this opportunity to talk about partnering. I'm a senior construction engineer in the construction branch at headquarters where I you know, spend most of my time supporting the field and our construction community out there to implement and, and find uh, ways to help uh, help the enterprises be better at executing construction projects and, and looking for any opportunities we have to to support that. <clears throat> my background, I, I've actually attended my first partnering workshop back in the 90s as a Naval Civil, uh, Navy Civil Engineer Corps officer, where I, I spent about six years, spent about 11 years in the private sector where I practiced partnering as a general contractor and consultant. And then uh, about 10 and a half years as a resident engineer throughout the Seattle district, Europe district, and, and some contingency operations in Puerto Rico and doing other things and implementing partnering in all those areas and projects and with all those teams. And then most recently in the last six months here with the, the headquarters and working on uh, right from day one, uh, I've been working on this playbook with the team up here and taking the, the next step from the command partnering philosophy that Cheryl talked about and getting that into more of a, uh, a guide and a, and a tactical level document in the playbook that can be used and give our, our teams you know, guidance and, and set them up to be able to implement partnering successfully, provide some tools and some background and, and just 
be a good document for them to to go forward and and be better learn more about partnering and be better at implementing it yeah thanks thanks again for joining us and for our listeners who may be unfamiliar with the partnering philosophy can you just kind of share what does it actually mean so cheryl like what is what is a partner philosophy sure okay so we kind of have to back up a little bit um i think to just sort of talk about how all this came to be. And it really gets back to fundamentally what the 55th Chief of Engineers is focused on in terms of he has four command priority areas. Partnerships is one of them. There's people, readiness, and revolutionize are the other three. And why that is important. Part of his uh, campaign plan and really kind of his primary focus area and it kind of gets back to the Army and sort of their strategy is really defining what winning is. And obviously for the Army, you know, winning is, you know, defeating the enemy and making sure that we're ready and prepared to meet any challenge into the future. But for the Corps of Engineers, what is winning? And uh, the 55th Chief of Engineers has defined that as finishing quality projects on time and within budget safely. So really fundamental to that effort is our partnerships with our stakeholders. I mean, they are absolutely integral to our ability to effectively deliver quality projects on time and within budget safely. It's really kind of stems from that piece of it. And so as the chief sort of did his initial assessment, kind of traveling around and going out to districts and meeting folks, what he found was that there are pockets of excellence out there. There are great things happening, uh, but those things uh, were sort of not being shared uh, consistently across the board. And we really weren't seeing sort of a consistent application or understanding of partnering and what partnering could do, the benefits of partnering and how it was applied. So there really was kind of a divergence across the enterprise for, for partnering. So that's sort of, led to uh, his focus within his campaign plan, line of effort three, to focus on improving partnering and also strengthening relationships. And part of that effort, as we attempted to sort of flesh out, okay, what do we really need to do to get after that, was to address kind of two primary pieces. One, we really needed to, to establish sort of a universal definition of what partnering is. Um, and that is sort of, you know, give us the basis from which to kind of jump off, right? Because right now, there are a lot of differing perspectives out there. If you ask somebody, what is partnering? Every person that will give you an answer will give you something different. <laughs> and so when we're trying to bring that level of consistency, to the table, that's really one of the pieces of it. The second piece of it is really trying to bring together all of the guidance and best practices and lessons learned out there under up under one umbrella so we can make sure that we're really capturing everything that's going on out there, but then again, setting a standard in terms of how we wanna operate, how we wanna conduct ourselves, and what are the types of behaviors that we want to promote within the command? So really the command partnering philosophy policy notice was really established to 
to create that underlying enterprise framework that will be, again, sort of the jumping off point for the follow-on playbooks and everything else uh, that we plan to do as part of this whole partnering effort to really set us up for success in terms of defining what is partnering and establishing the expectations for this command in terms of how we believe partnering should be employed and the behaviors that we believe people should embody in order to be able to effectively conduct partnering. So that's really, in a nutshell, what the partnering philosophy does. And then it also attempts to reinforce this concept of a partnering mindset. And again, kind of establish those basic behaviors that are really part of that mindset that allow us to be effective in implementing a partnering activities. So that's really the critical piece is that we all get on the same page in terms of what is our expectation of partnering. As an outreach specialist for many years, I am a full supporter of a partnering philosophy. Being in the field, I did see that there was some disconnect on what people meant when they said partnering. So I am super excited uh, that you all have been working on this effort. Some of our listeners may want to know more about what you mean by the three C's of successful partnering. So can you talk a little bit more about that, Cheryl? Yes, uh, the three C's are really the primary elements that we believe comprise this concept of a partnering mindset. And so the three C's are commitment, communication, and collaboration. Uh, they are meant to be mutually supportive and sort of interdependent elements. So you can't have one and not do the other two. It really requires all three. And commitment being sort of that underlying fundamental element that's necessary then to move forward with communication and collaboration. So really everything starts with our commitment. Commitment to actively participate, commitment to embody the appropriate behaviors, commitment to work together towards a shared vision and to be open and transparent and respectful in communication and really emphasize the importance of establishing a collaborative environment where everyone is working together towards some shared end. So that's really kind of the fundamental piece of it. And then again, the communication and collaboration piece being the other two elements that really allow us to, you know, get to sort of that mindset that where then we can go forward and really implement some of those partnering um, activities. So, Derek, you mentioned earlier that you're developing a playbook for construction. Um, can you tell us a little bit more about what, what's in the playbook? What, what, what should listeners see when it comes out? Sure. First of all, you know, our primary mission sets in the core and in, in executing construction it is the design and, and construction, right, of our projects. However, the number of stakeholders we work with has grown exponentially recently. And, and we owe it to our stakeholder, stakeholders to understand those challenges, their challenges, educate them on the design and construction process, and treat them as partners throughout the project delivery process. The playbook is being developed as a guide for our teams to be able to do just that. And one thing that's important to keep in mind as we put out the partnering playbook is partnering is not about cutting corners. 
Instead, it is about working together to achieve project outcomes in accordance with the contract. So with that in mind, the playbook was put together with four main parts. The first part provides an introduction and overview of partnering fundamentals. It will help our folks better understand partnering values and the partnering mindset. The second part is focused on the partnering process. Partnering concepts and the process of partnering were developed in the late 80s and they continue to be refined. We work to shape the partnering process in the playbook to align more with core processes and provide our teams with a roadmap for successfully implementing partnering on core projects. The third part provides specific guidance on how to implement the partnering process during construction project pre-award and setting up post-award partnering for success. The fourth part provides guidance on implementing construction project post-award partnering. And then finally, we have uh, appendices that provide checklists, worksheets, uh, examples of tools that can be used to implement the partnering process. And these are focused on those things that need to be done in pre-award to, to set the project up for success and, and to get the partnering started off on the right track. Um, we have tools to allow the partnering effort to be scaled by the PDT to look at the project and its complexity. You know, there's a lot of difference between a, a smaller uh, SRM project and a mega project. So we have five levels of partnering intensity and a worksheet that the teams can go through determine, okay, if it has these traits, they come up with a score, and that'll put it into one levels one through five, and each level has then different elements that you would look at incorporating into your project partnering effort, depending on that intensity that you would need to have for the particular project size or scope or complexity and those sorts of things. We feel that's really important. You know, you don't need to do full-blown facilitated monthly meetings and all that on, on smaller projects, but you still need some partnering concepts included in those projects, uh, a few of the, the elements, and then on the larger projects, you, you go a lot more in depth and you have some of those features. So that that is, I think, gonna be a great tool for the field to be able to help them figure out what are the right elements. And then, you know, the teams also need to use ex personal experience and judgment of their own in, in deciding that maybe if they are at level one, but they still need to pull in some level two things if the, if the project uh, requires it. So it allows our teams to have flexibility, but provides them a good guide for getting the partnering scaled appropriately to the project uh, and, and the unique needs of that project. Uh, we've got examples of partnering uh, uh, workshop agendas and, and charters and how to put those together, how to, you know, different goals to work toward the partnership and the stakeholders can can look at the project and, and come up with some goals that, that are applicable to that particular project. Uh, we talk a lot about risk management and creating risk registers together with all stakeholders to, to make sure we have that open, honest communication about all those things. And we, we've got some tools for assessing how well the partnering is going that can be employed throughout the project and be used to improve the partnering effort and refocus as if need be on certain areas that maybe need need work. We've got uh, tools for issue resolution, including uh, issue re examples of the issue resolution ladder and, and ways to make sure we 
you know, a guide that can can show the field if if we can't get an issue resolved. We we have so many days, and then we need to push it up the chain to the next level of authority so that our issues don't linger. Very important part of the partnering process is identifying issues early and resolving them as quickly as possible and at the lowest level possible. And and then we ha we do have some references. Like I said, the the playbook was developed by the experience of the of the folks that worked on it and through looking at the history of partnering from the very early inception uh, back in the 80s. It was really developed and defined in the 90s, and, and then it's been continued to be you know, different entities have gone out and, and created uh, partnering guidance. And we looked at all that and we tried to, to craft a document that was applicable to the Corps of Engineers, and it is geared towards construction project execution over the life cycle of the project from in project inception through the turnover to the end user and the warranty period. So that's kind of an overview of the, the playbook. We're still working on it and uh, continue to, to try to make it better. I know it's been a heavy lift for the team, um, but I think it's needed and I, I can't wait until it's published and it's out there for everybody to use. When it is out there, what can employees do to support the partnering philosophy? Yeah, I'll take a crack at that. Um, <laughs> so what can folks do? Uh, what can folks do now and what can folks do when the playbook is published? First and foremost, I believe it's to be a champion for partnering within their area to sh show others, so to embody the partnering mindset, to apply partnering in an appropriate manner, and to really show others the benefits uh, that partnering can bring. I think it's also to recognize a couple key things, um, and, and again, to kind of champion these thoughts and really promote it across the organization. It's really something that kind of Derek talked about was the fact that partnering is really something that should occur across the life cycle of any project or mission. <laughs> and so it's not really just something that happens during the construction phase of a project, but something that we should be thinking about and applying that mindset regardless of what phase or the type of mission that we may be executing. I mean, partnering is just as applicable to our emergency response mission set, you know, anything that we may be doing even in operations to, you know, certain things that we may be executing within our military programs mission set, even if it's sort of on the real estate side, right? They're the same mindset and the same set of behaviors are applicable. And it's really, you know, how we carry ourselves and how we interact or engage, you know, with others. So, you know, that's something I think that everybody can do is make sure that when they're engaging others and interacting, they're always thinking about the three C's and sort of what their mindset is um, during that, that process. Um, I think it's always important to make sure that uh, our leaders are understand their role in partnering and are out there actively engaging um, helping to empower and enable those folks in the field who are on the front line, who are part of the project delivery team to be effective partners, making sure that they have the training and the tools that they need to be successful. And then I think the other important piece is to understand the unique nature of every relationship that we have. So really, 
you know, this is not meant to be a playbook or a partnering philosophy memo that just sits on somebody's desk. You know, if we really want this to be successful, then we need everybody to be actively engaged every, each and every time that we, we have a partnership, a new project, a mission set, and we really need to understand or take the time to kind of seek out and understand our stakeholders and really establish sort of some, you know, kind of unique approach to make sure that we are getting the most benefit out of the partnering activities and those relationships that we can, you know, because ultimately at the end of the day, having those enduring relationships is going to make our job so much easier and it's going to allow us to again win and really be able to deliver on our commitments you know to our stakeholders and also to to the public so i think those are some key things that i would strongly recommend or urge that folks could can do now and as the playbook continues to roll out i think uh well i think it's important to remember that we work in a technical industry when we when we work on construction projects, but in the end of the day, at the end of the day, it's a people business. Uh, the complexity of the work we do requires us to be agile in how we partner with all parties. Government contracting is often seen as very rigid, but then again, no two projects are the same. So our people need to recognize that and be equipped with tools like partnering to quickly build cohesive and cooperative teams, I think if they're gonna be successful. When a construction project comes together, there's, there's a lot of people that come together in a short period of time and they all have to get on the same page to make it happen. So learning more about partnering by reading and understanding the command partnering philosophy, uh, using the playbook, like Cheryl said, it shouldn't just be a document that sits on the desk. It needs to, to be worn and tattered and used. And, and then our folks, I think, you know, need to realize that there's, there are other uh, resources out there. There's other partnering guidance and, and there's a lot of history and, and, and other uh, resources that can be used and leveraged to just get smarter on partnering. And I think one of the, the most important things for our, our folks is you know, you have to be self-aware enough to know what you don't know or know, you know, what you need to focus on your own personal self to, you know, what, what are the things that you need to do so that when you get up and you go to work every day, all of your actions, all of your um, interactions with others, including your own team and contractors, all starts with a partnering mindset. And that's really probably the biggest key is this isn't, you know, partnering is a process, it is a mindset, but at the end of the day, it's just a way of, of thinking and operating and conducting yourself in all of your interactions with others in a manner that you, you, know, you work together, you solve problems together, you collaborate, you never approach anything from the standpoint of your own personal self-interest, but you actually, when it, and when it comes to the construction project, you put the project first. And to put the project first means you, you need to be part of the team and put the team first, and, and everyone needs to work together. Everyone needs to be respectful and reasonable. And I think if you, if you have that mindset, you study the partnering mindset a little bit and start to think about it, it really can make you a, a very valuable member of the project team and a huge part of making the project a success. 
And then, and then the last part is to be a, a partnering champion, right? And when you see folks out there that maybe don't employ the partnering mindset in meetings or their interactions with, with whoever, that you're proactive and you, and you talk to them about that and you address that and you get the, the entire team functioning with that partnering mindset. So if you don't have the partnering mindset and some of those key, the three C's, Cheryl mentioned collaboration, communication, commitment, and, and all the elements that fall under those three categories. Uh, without that, you can go through the process of implementing the partnering process, but it's probably not going to be as successful. And that's why the playbook's laid out the way it is. Starts out to get you in that mindset, get you to the process, and how can we actually use this on our projects? And it, it takes all of those parts to be successful. So it's important our people learn as much as they can and, and, and really work every day to implement it. The other thing I think is, and Cheryl touched on leadership, it's important that our, our leaders in our organization at the higher levels, you know, recognize that the field needs good tools, empowerment, and really it needs them focused on things that really matter to be successful at the tactical level. And, and I think the part, the command partnering philosophy and the partnering playbook are a step in the right direction for our teams to have some really good tools and to leverage the benefits of partnering. And then, you know, they're going to need those leaders to, to back them up and empower them and to support the partnering process as well. Thank you. Yeah, Derek, I, I really liked how you said you want this playbook to be used, loved, you know, ragged, all jagged, not just put on a shelf to collect dust. So once this is out to the field, what's going to be next? How are you going to make sure that it just doesn't go from just being on a shelf that no one looks at and actually does promote that culture, become that mindset for the Corps of Engineers? So what's going to be next after the playbook is out there for the, for the agency to use? You know, we're looking at that and part of the rolling out of the playbook will include some training and, and webinars and, and ability for folks to um, ask questions and interact. You know, we're looking for partnering champions. I mentioned that before. We, we need everyone to be a partnering champion, but to begin with, we are trying to find those folks that have experience and have a passion for making projects better and, and getting people to work well together. And so we've got a call out already for, to, the, to find some partnering champions and we will use them to help uh, get the word out and, and spread it across the organization. There's a lot of work to, to get this fully implemented and, and fully utilized, but we do have a, a plan and some tools that we intend to, to help roll it out and make it a success and make sure people have an opportunity to questions and, and be engaged on it. So Cheryl, is there anything you wanna add? As Derek mentioned, uh, we're really excited uh, to get this playbook out, uh, and we, we're very excited about the rollout process uh, that will accompany that. We have a lot of great things in store for that. Alongside of the construction playbook, you know, sort of as we look further into the future, uh, we'd really like to have this playbook serve as sort of a catalyst for other playbooks and really how we've prepared this playbook, uh, which again, we're hoping to get out in the spring of this year, uh, is really one of a series of playbooks. And this gets to sort of the thought that really partnering applies to all mission lines. So we're really hoping that the construct of this playbook and the fundamentals of this playbook can serve as sort of the basis for follow-on uh, playbooks in the series, again, focused on operations, uh, emergency management, maybe regulatory and others, and really give us a good compendium of guidance 
you know, across the board uh, that again sets that standard and really brings that level of consistency to how we partner, not just on construction projects, but really in all of our mission sets across the core. And then we'll be trying to sort of feed that guidance, what we uh, published within the partnering playbooks into sort of enduring uh, documents, whether that be ERs or how we fold that into, say, the project delivery business process manual and other uh, sort of doctrine and guidance, just to make sure that whatever we do here uh, is really endures over time. And we can really maintain uh, that great um, enthusiasm and focus on partnering uh, that the Corps of Engineers is known for. You know, we were out in front in a leader in partnering in adopting partnering uh, back in the early 90s, and we'd like to maintain that level of uh, leadership within industry and within the federal government in terms of, you know, our our interactions and sort of being on the forefront of uh, partnering. So. We're really excited and uh, looking forward to everything that is to come. Well, thank you, Derek and Cheryl, for joining us today for this edition of Inside the Castle. We appreciate you and your insights. To our listeners, we want to hear from you. What topics are important to you and people you are interested in hearing from? Until next time, be safe, be innovative, and be revolutionary. Thanks for joining us for this Inside the Castle podcast. To provide your feedback, email us at cw.infrastructure.team at usace.army.mil. Stay tuned for additional Inside the Castle podcasts as we explore life inside the core and revolutionize civil works together.